0: I, I I have a potential cold open we could okay. go with. Right. I I don't know if it'll spawn anything, but I have a I have a line at least. So. Okay. Is this, <laughs> is this
1: this is this is your rosebud, and we're going to spend yeah. the rest of the episode trying to figure out
0: what what did he mean? I think it'll be pretty obvious. Um, okay. No, I was just going to say that it's it's now for us. It's the week after Christmas, which uh-huh. means that it's obviously candy heart season because oh, yes yeah because i already saw some candy hearts and i got a couple bags earlier this week oh and my god all, stocking up and out. they're all gone oh no, they're shit. all gone already oh. <laughs> this is the this is the like couple months they're extending the time so i have more time to put my not probably not just my dental but just my overall health in danger <laughs> 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 yeah, I haven't
1: I haven't been to the grocery store in a hot second, but they they do seem to be pretty pretty on top of that. Like I feel like, you know what, actually, I feel like within the last week or so, I have seen some like like Valentine's Day candy stuff out like near checkout lines. Yeah. Like it, it it's already creeping in. There was a whole like display
0: at the one that I went to.
1: <laughs> oh my do yeah. you ever get like the the little uh like neko like chalky candies like in the off season
0: or do you is it just the candy hearts are you are you saying like just like a like the the regular Neko candy like the yeah. rolls or whatever um once in a while it's not something that i i normally go for the candy hearts that i like are are brocks though different okay, okay. different brand yeah um I, yeah i mean i like necco's but not in the same way that i like candy yeah. hearts by any means um, oh, okay and it and it has to be that specific candy heart, like I've had a lot of people like get me a box of like the sweetheart, something like that I'm like, no, that's the fucking trash
1: <laughs> it's like I mean it's like once you have like jelly bellies going to just like those generic yeah. like like what well, I can't even think of like what the texture is on those like normal jelly beans other than just like I don't know it's 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 gelatinous almost,
0: yeah. Like ju- yeah, I mean that's like jelly probably bellies, what it is. Yeah, jelly bellies jelly. are like it, th-
1: there was it was it, there was craft there was intent. Yeah, these other jelly
0: beans are just hard jello clusters. Yeah, jelly bellies earned their place as like yeah. the you know the prominent oh yeah the the prominent the, stance in the jelly bean field that it has. <laughs> Do you want to know what my favorite jelly bellies are? Is it? Is it, I'm just going to, this is the one that's like everybody's favorite, but I, I hate it. Buttered popcorn? No, it's not. Although I, I'm okay. okay. I'm okay with the buttered popcorn. I also
1: really like the, like the toasted marshmallow. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. You know what? And this might be from the, it might be from the Harry Potter ones, but dirt. I really, (laughs) I really like the earthy flavors. I don't know if I've ever had that one. It and it's like it remark I think there might be like one that's like cut grass too. I have had that one, and that's not bad. Yeah.
0: But like the dirt <laughs> the Harry Potter dirt jelly belly. He's probably pretty like like venison jelly belly. Yeah. <laughs> or <something like> that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, oh, the vomit ones though. Those oh, ones yeah. are the absolute worst. Yeah, there are some nasty ones. We did a... Well, they're, like, the same
1: um, color as the Tutti Frutti, except for, like, you got to look for, like, the kind of brown specks. Like, the Tutti Frutti is colorful, but they're both, like, that same shade of pink with, like, the specks of color, and it's, like, 50-50. It could be Tutti. could be
0: yeah Vom. Yeah, that's why they did that. They did that on purpose, because they made that Bean Boozled game, where it's, oh, like... okay. Y- you... Because I played that with my family once in them it's basically it. it's not much of a game it's literally just like it's more of like a challenge thing than it is like a game game yeah. but it's basically like you spin a wheel and then it's like okay you open this this package or whatever this this <laughs> color and it's like one, and so in that in that example it'd be like one of them is tutti frutti one of them is vomit you take one yeah, and you see and then they had like it was like coconut or spoiled milk oh, God. or it was like buttered pop. I think it was buttered popcorn or rotten eggs. And I was like, oh, either one of those would be bad yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty gnarly. Some of those flavors. Yeah. It just makes me think of the the
1: Nathan for you episode with like the poop yogurt and like how scientists figure out all those different flavors oh like, yeah oh, it actually does kind of taste like poo like how they figure out how to make things taste like that
0: yeah yeah like did somebody eat shit um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's it's funny because like every time that that's proud of i'm like there's I was like, ah, but you, 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 there is a morbid curiosity of like, I kind of want to try that. But then like, there's, there's a few people in the episode who do that. And it like, everybody's like, their reaction is like, yeah, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. (laughs) It doesn't seem like it's worth it. The curiosity. (laughs) Have you ever seen, it's, it's one of, it's, it's one of my favorite videos on the internet. I can't find it right now. I'll just, oh, there it is. I found it. (laughs) Usually I just find it on YouTube, but I the link I found now is on r slash kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> awesome. All right. But it's these, <laughs> it's these kids playing Bean Boozled, and they're they like pull out these they're like black, and they're like this one little kid. He's like maybe like seven years old. He's like, okay, this is licorice or s- like st- skunk skunk spray. That's what it is. Licorice or skunk spray. And then it's like him and his sister, and they both like take one, and then the girl spits hers out, and she's like that skunk spray, and then the the other kid like vomits. I <laughs> 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 so I thought about like I really want to do a um I'm trying to think who did it. oh Pay Money Wubby did this like deep di- I don't think it's finished either he did he did like part one of like he was doing like this extensive deep dive into some internet mystery thingy. I can't remember what it was exactly. Um, it's on his YouTube and I think it's his most recent video and he did like a, uh, 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 Oh, of the mystery meat. That was it. Yeah. He was doing like a, this like investigation to like, there was this photo on Instagram of supposedly falafel. I think or oh. it was a hero or something, but the meat looks like shit. And there's like it's kind of like a, a more silly uh, like blue or gold dress debate. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like people are like some people are claiming they know like the restaurant. They're like that shit or like no, it's actually me. Blah blah blah. So he did this like extensive. It's like it's like a half hour thing, and and apparently <laughs> he's doing like a part two eventually, um, just trying to like figure out the answer. And I thought about. Like trying to do one of those like contact, but I feel like it wouldn't be quite as interesting. But like like trying to contact these kids and be like, okay, who actually ate the skunk spray? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I I guess I have looked at his video. Have you told me about this guy before? Pay money, wubby. Yeah. Oh, I I guess I thought you knew who he was. I th- thought so. Yeah. I the mean, only maybe. videos of his uh, that I've I must have
1: started. That's called What Kids Really Do on TikTok. I wonder okay. I wonder if it was from another... It might have been, like, a Drew Gooden or a Danny Gonzalez video that referenced... Because those two guys talk about, like, TikTok stuff a lot, or, like, TikTok yeah, culture. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they were, like... Yeah, and then, you know, Pay Money Wubby does a deeper dive into, like, Ow. the... The CD world of TikTok stuff, and then I must have gone to his channel and looked at it because that's like the only video of his that I've seen. It's from like two years ago,
0: which is okay. crazy. He doesn't, yeah, yeah it, he doesn't upload a lot. No, he mostly um, is he on Twitch mostly. Yeah, he's he's uh, mostly on okay. Twitch now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> all you have to do is get us talking about candy, and it opens up a <laughs> world of
0: possibilities. Welcome back, people! To there will be duds. This is episode eighty one of there will be duds and i am your co-host tj aka jspot jack cheese and with me as always
1: as always i'm nick aka dr funk on twitch
0: and as always uh well you might not believe it but uh we watched a movie <laughs> this week <laughs> it happened again um, yeah uh that movie being carnival of souls Uh, from 1962, directed by Herc Harvey. Um, It uh, is a pretty spooky movie. It follows a woman, a church organist, who, after being involved in a car accident um, where she was the only survivor, um, uh, she moves to Salt Lake City. She gets a a job being an organist at a church. um, And she starts having visions of uh, ghouls as they're kind of credited. Um, but primarily, uh, a ghoul, uh, kind of haunting her, uh, here and there. Um, and, you know, the visions become more frequent. She starts to kind of become more paranoid and freaked out and stuff. And, uh, yeah. And there's a carnival of, of, of sor- of sorts. There's a carnival of sorts. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is kind of <clears throat> our, uh, January kind of has a theme for us. Cause it's like these like pretty harrowing movies of different yeah. degrees and all, uh, I, I wanted, I almost, almost three in a row, uh, of sole directorial efforts. Um, yeah, I was going to say Charles Lawton. This is Herc Harvey's only movie. Yeah. Joshua Oppenheimer, his only other movie is the companion piece uh, Yeah, that's Active Killing. So you could say, like, if that's like Active Killing Part 2, it's kind of <laughs> like,
1: eh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if it's the same subject matter, it's like, I don't know how much of a, how different it really is. Yeah. I did notice that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's much like, uh, Night of the Hunter, another movie where it has found... Uh, you know, fame and cult status, you know, well after the mm-hmm. movie has come out. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's been re-evaluated and, you know, it's like a B... It's like, it's weird seeing a B movie from the 60s. Because when I think B movies, yeah. I think like 80s, like or, schlocky stuff.
0: Or, Or if you think of like B movies from the 60s or whatever, it's like there it's like very obvious, like like an Ed Wood movie, like Plant Right yeah. in Outer Space is like Yeah. Very obviously guys in cheap, costumes, like, cardboard
1: movie. sets, you know. Yeah. Usually usually in the science fiction genre where this is more mm-hmm. Yeah, this is more psych this is this is way different. Yeah. Um I almost thought that when I started the movie I had started it previously and I thought I was in the middle of a scene because the opening mm. of this movie is bizarre. Or oh, because it just a, Yeah, it's like fade in and then that dude's voice. Cause like I was like, this is weird. This is is this wrong? So I went mm. from Tubi to uh Amazon Prime, which the one on Tubi had subtitles, but the video picture was was worse. It was like a bad transfer. Oh like I went to Prime and it was much better, but there were no subtitles. Or maybe it was the other way around. Oh. Either way. But it starts I out with know, like He's like, hey, get your foot on the gas pedal. Who we got over here? <laughs> yeah. And then I went to the other video streaming platform, and it started the same way. So I was like, all right, I guess that's guess just how this start movie starts. Movie. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it just felt very off kilter. Yeah. Like, usually you um, get, like, establishing shots of literally anything. Because it's like, I, I feel like, you know, we, we compliment movies when we're like, oh, damn, it gets right into it. This is like, this is like the speed run version where it's like... yeah. This is my start the movie, instantly, 80% run, and it just boom is it goes.
0: Yeah. It's kinda <laughs> like it's thinking about it now, that's I think that's how like Ungrateful Dead starts. It's like just like the car pulling up to the house. <laughs> there's I don't think there's any <laughs> shot before that, so we did a unconscious like homage to Carnival of Souls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's um, uh that is our soul contribution so far yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I, uh, i yeah i wonder how i mean i'm interested to see how it looks on those because i watched it on uh hbo max and i actually was going to comment on how again for a low budget b movie it looks really nice um oh, so, i bet
1: so i i did see that it got It did get released on Criterion, and it got like a upscaling. So I'm assuming the one on HBO is probably that
0: transfer. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's it's very clean and like very very crisp and very looks really nice on on HBO. Uh, Again, for like a like what it is, it's like there's some close-ups where you're just like looking at people's faces for a few seconds. Mm I'm like, wow, you can see like you can see everything. You can see their pores and shit. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very nice. And that's why like, man, film is just, it, when you see like a, a good like film transfer like that, you're like, oh yeah, digital kind of sucks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is something that I, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's subconscious, maybe it's not, but I, I do feel like I've noticed that going from like watching something, you know, even on HBO, it's pretty good. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes we'll pick out a movie to watch and it'll be something that I have. So, like, I'll pop in the Blu-ray player and I f- I feel like it just, it sounds better. It looks yeah. better. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, these streaming services do a pretty good job of, you know, making stuff look good despite the fact that it's, like, digital mm. streaming. Although I did see somewhere that, like, on Netflix's server end, they, like put a degree of film grain on their stuff and i don't know if it's like for bandwidth issues but i i did see somewhere that it was like it was like a chart it was like netflix and then your tv and there were lines and i saw you know i could be misquoting this but from what i read it's like they they put a, a film like a grain layer on their shit like when you watch it on your tv Weird. Netflix is fumbling huh. so many bags right now. Like, they want to get rid of, like, password sharing, too. Which yeah. is, like, they're playing, yeah. they're just shooting themselves in the foot. But, like, <laughs> speaking of faces, uh, the lead actress, Candace. Yep. <laughs> Candace <laughs> <laughs> uh a very, very good facial actor, I guess. Yeah. Like the way her eyes kind of dart around, it's it's very expressive cuz like I feel like a lot of her performance is just like sort of being silent and taking in everything that's happening around her. Some of those uh-huh. shots were were pretty neat of her just kind of reacting to things.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which like she wasn't in a bunch of shit either. Yeah. Like this no. movie like maybe
0: two others and then Yeah, I don't think else. really really any of these people were because you know I mean this is like if I mean not like if Ungrateful Dead blew up obviously like $30,000 back then is I mean we didn't even have $30,000 so (laughs) (laughs) $30,000 is you know a lot more than we had regardless um but uh yeah it's it's another little uh kind of snapshot movie really kind of of its own because yeah like you're not gonna see any of these people in like anything else really yeah um unless maybe the only thing i could think of is like maybe maybe they made like little cameo appearances and stuff after this became like a cult movie right I saw something kind of cool that I liked uh, hearing about was that the, the director was able to, he was still alive for like when this kind of turned and like became a cult movie or like kind of became more popular because yeah. um it kind of like Charles Lawton, he just never made one because of, of how like not well received this was at the time. Um, so it's kind of cool that he was able to, you know, See it get the attention that yeah, you know it 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 deserved or whatever. Um, did he die before the remake? <clears throat> well, I didn't even know there was a remake. There's
1: 1998. Yeah, and it's I think the only thing that has in common is the ending, <sighs> like the you know oh Dancing she and the... she wakes up oh, and she you mean the the Owl late, Creek Ridge. Yeah. Everything else yeah. I think it's it's played much more like a dumb like late 90s horror. Uh but the the dude who plays John Linden is in it as a cop.
0: Oh nice. See Those if are his that's, that's two what I meant. Like, nice. His that's why I I kind of wondered if if any of them like, you know, we're in just kind of like how you see like Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero and shit because yeah. <laughs> of their status in that movie, right? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't look good. The cover looks awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got the girl from the Saw movies, the the girl that's in like the reverse bear
0: trap. Yeah, I I do think I, I would agree that she's good at those at those facial reactions, but I. I felt like, like acting otherwise kind of in general was, I I think that's where the movie like falters for me, at least like dialogue is, um, (laughs) there's some bizarre lines, pretty like clunky and weird. (laughs) Um, and also like, also like, hold on, hold on. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I know. Yeah. Pardon my back. Yeah, I was just writing I, down I, what you said. <laughs> I wrote that one down because it's so bizarre. It's, you, it's you'll excuse my back. you I was just trying to write back. down what you're what you were saying, and it's like it's like so broadcasting the later, you know, the part yeah. where she's in the doctor's office later, and it's the it's the man,
1: right? The director.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's like so obviously like a foreshadow for like that scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was like another lady that was like barreling
1: down the camera i feel like uh oh, boy it wasn't i think it was the first scene when she's like playing the organ and there's just like a church lady who's in there and she's just like
0: <laughs> just yeah everyone just, like, in this listening uh, or-
1: and it's like I, I you know i don't think at the time they were like doing it ironically you know like they weren't you know, just be weird because we're just being weird, right? Like it, I th- I feel like they probably wrote it pretty straight because again, it was I was like, think so, low budget. You know, they were
0: like, yeah, all right, this works, just do it. There's bits about it where I I do kind of question the the intent of the of the writing. I mean, for instance, the main thing is the is Mr. Linden who is like he's like ultra <clears throat> I I wrote him down I said that he's he's a greaser uh capital letter nice guy <laughs> like because <laughs> yeah. he's so like schmoozy and so temperamental every time she's like not a hundred percent like yeah let's let's fuck or whatever he's yeah. like oh you're not drinking your drink girl he's like he gets so fine pissy. I don't want to talk to you anyway yeah, and he, like, turns around, and then she's like, no, I like your company, and he's like, all right. <laughs> and yeah, it's, like, like, back and forth with that guy. He's such a... Yeah, he's <laughs> such a, like, pissy little bitch.
1: Yeah. Um, easily, the, like, the creep... I mean, he, he played that character well, I would say. A, I mean, Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was... I mean, that's, like, the first... Because I was watching this movie, and I'm just, like, kind of taking it all in. And that, yeah, my first my first two notes were about him. I was like, ah, creepy neighbor. And then, hey, toilet coffee. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's like, I make the coffee in my own room. Yeah. Oh, cool. (laughs) And Um, then he's like, he uses the whiskeys. He calls it like germ repellent because he like doesn't clean his coffee mugs. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, speaking of that, like still to dialogue, I don't know if it's like a 1960s ism and it means something else. But he's like, hey, uh, you know, something about like, uh, you know, I got turned on last night, <laughs> or like, not, not to get turned oh. on again. I was like, that's not, that's probably not <laughs> the right thing to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless turned on means something else in nineteen sixty two, I, I don't
0: think it does. <laughs> uh, there's, is that one, is that when he brings her the coffee? Cause yeah. Because there is, because there is a a line where I was like, I was like, Jesus, this guy's a is a he is like he's a nice guy. Cause he, he's like, it's when he comes in the room with the coffee and he's, instead of saying like, Oh, sorry. If I was a bit forward last night or, you know, yeah. Sorry for like barging. He's like, Oh, you're, you're in the wrong. Cause he says something like, Oh, you fuck. I wish I could remember how he said it, but it was something like, Oh, you fuck. I'd have to I'd have to look it up, but it's he's basically saying like, "Oh, you didn't like me being here last night, but that's okay. I forgive you." Ugh. That that's basically how he says it. Yeah,
1: he's the kind of guy that would be like, "You're not gonna leave me with a heart on, are you?" Like,
0: yeah. like, that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, like that character makes me think like, okay, he's so over the top, like forward. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think they're. I think that like you know the writing is aware that this guy is like a creep and very mm. like forceful and weird. But then there's scenes where like she's at the drinking fountain after the the first little like <laughs> yeah. like la- lapse out of reality thing she has mm-hmm. where she's like invisible and blah blah blah. She looks up she she thinks she sees the 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 man. Right. Um, and then she like runs and like the the like doctor guy but you don't know who this is yet. It yeah. at this point in the movie he's just like a random passerby. Yeah. He like grabs her, and she's like, she's like, no, please, it's that man, it's that man. He's like, what man? And then the guy's like, he's like, I was just standing here or whatever. <laughs> I and was just the- standing
1: here to get a drink.
0: Yeah. And then the doctor she's like trying to like get away again, and she's like, like, oh, I thought it was him. And the and the doctor's like still holding her. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. please, hysteria won't do anything. Yeah. And then after she like calms down, he like puts his hand around her waist, like casually, and then he's like, Let's go to my office. That's it's it's weird. And and I'm like, is the writing person or like purposely like making these guys, like all the, all the Like these are they trying to do like, like
1: a commentary about like, sort of like not being believed as a woman and like, yeah. you know, the predatory nature of like men and like gender roles
0: in the 60s. Or, uh, or, or is it just cause it was made in the 60s, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. And they just like, didn't think <sighs> about that stuff or whatever. I, I think, mean, again, I think with mm. Lyndon, it's intentional. The other stuff, I'm not totally sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, I mean it might not necessarily like make a statement about about that issue, but I do think maybe because it's not like reality, it is designed to like scare her and be unsettling and unnerving that like they're doing it that way because this is all a spooky dream and no one believes mm-hmm. her. So, it, you know, it it kind of could be, but I don't think it's yeah, I don't think it's got, like, that sort of commentary aspect that, Yeah, you know,
0: we're looking at. Yeah, I just have to see. I mean, even now, like, if they... Because there is, like, a commentary track by the director on the Criterion. Oh, okay. And other, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. But I'm still wondering, because the director's commentary was done years later, um, so it could even be, like, revisionist. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> again, I, again I'm, I'm Tommy Wiseau, to... uh, you know, the passion yeah. of Tennessee Williams. A new black yeah. comedy. I'm not trying to cast dispersions on the director or the writer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, you know, it, it's 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 a little unclear to me from watching the movie. <laughs> but yeah, the, all that out of the way, the stuff with, like, the awkward dialogue and also, like, the audio mixing for, like, a lot of the vocal stuff is, is kind of weird and wonky. Like, the levels are off and there's some bits where, like, Especially yeah. towards the beginning, like when the guys are on the bridge, like after the car goes over, there's like the dudes like, oh, that car went over. Da, 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 da. Oh, did anybody survive? It's like really basic dialogue, but it's all like it's does not. None of it sounds like natural. Uh, yeah. yeah. Natural. Um But uh, on the flip side where this movie really shines is like, is that atmosphere? It's um, I kind of found myself thinking of Night of the Hunter and the way that it uses like lighting yeah. and shadows and and just it really like lets you sit with these there's a few scenes of just no dialogue like like when she first goes to the to the 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 pavilion by herself and it's like i don't yeah, know yeah yeah this movie is not even 80 minutes, but it spends like, I don't know, maybe like f- three or four minutes of her just walking around this thing silently and yeah. you just hear the music and, and it's really cool. That's like, that's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, just cause like, it looks really pretty. Um, it looks really nice. Um, again, maybe you need to watch the, the like blue ray the upscale <laughs> like transfer. No, I um, mean, it, it looked
1: good, you know, from okay, the 2B1 looked better than the Amazon Prime
0: one, which is. So strange, it's pretty effectively creepy. there's some cool the way that it depicts the the man um there's that some cool first, effects like with him in the car window that's
1: yeah the first time you see him it was was very cool. I was getting uh made me think of like uh was it terror at thirty thousand feet Park. Terror at Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scatman's uh, coming for you.
0: Yeah. Not uh, uh, the, yeah, the
1: Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone episode where yeah. he looks out the window and he sees the guy.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, right after that, she, she looks and then he's gone. And then she looks forward and he's in the road. And it, like, it, the lighting is, like, just on him. He's, yeah. like, it's, like, he's in a void. And, um... Yeah, just ev- every shot of that guy is very very memorable like him underwater just like laying there or him like coming out of the water.
1: Um again, like Night of the Hunter, like the underwater shots and like, you know. Yeah. You know. I guess not not to that degree. I was I was wondering if they were going to show like the car underwater at all with like them just kind of like
0: you Oh, know. that that would've been cool. That would've yeah. been cool. <laughs> the the like organ accompaniment... Uh, is is neat. Um, yeah, I feel like if if this movie was longer, some of that would become like a bit repetitive. But it's nice that it's so short that like nothing nothing occurs too much because there's not enough time, you know, yeah. in, in the movie. So it, it nothing gets too <laughs> like nothing really overstays its welcome or anything. Even though I did notice some bits that didn't fully match up, I was criticizing the sound design for like the dialogue and stuff, but again on the flip side I really like the sound design during the the more like dreamy sequences yeah. like like I noticed that mostly the the second time she you know phases out of reality or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it um and she's like running down the street and stuff and like you don't hear anything uh, yeah yeah but then you hear her like sh- her like shoes like clip clapping and it's like echoey. There's like, a, a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a weird like resonance to them. Um that's just cool. It's you know, it, they really like put their all into the into the spooky stuff, which you know, this is a horror movie. So right. it's it's good that they that they hit the 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 important stuff, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, I did think it was cool that like every time <clears throat> she kind of phased in and out. It was like water going over the lens. Like.
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that.
1: Like, oh, you know, because oh, she's I actually like dead.
0: I or, I thought of it Atari. as. Yeah. I thought of it as just a like a generic sort of like. Doodly doodly do, like oh, yeah. No, you know, kind of like a wavy sequence. But no, I like that a lot. Because like, I think when you when you pulled
1: this, I, I looked it up. And unfortunately, I did see, they're like, oh, considered a modern retelling of an occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, I know how that ends, so I'm going to go ahead and venture a guess mm. that, like, this whole thing is actually going to be, you know, one of those, you know, yeah. snap, like, last, you know, life flashing before your eyes kind of things. Which, I mean, going into it and knowing that, it was fine. But that's what made me think of like the water transition effects for like those little out of out of bounds you know sequences. I was <laughs> like, oh okay, and you know if they intended it to be that way, maybe not. It could have been just generic. Like, how do we make it? How do we demarcate that it's different now? Like, oh yeah, we've yeah. got this effect. Just do that. Yeah. But I like thinking that it was like <coughs> water because I feel like there was another scene in this. Oh. It might have been blinking you miss it. It could have been just film grain, but I thought one of the scenes when she's back at the apartment that like she kind of comes down the hallway and you can see water leaking from the ceiling. Hmm. Huh. It was like it was like a blinking you miss it thing. I I couldn't tell if I actually saw it or not. But I thought you know I thought they were gonna like start slowly adding in more like water elements until she's eventually huh. like drowning and then it's like that's when you realize it. But you know,
0: dang, that would have been cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll I'll skip around it again and see if I can see that. That's I think
1: it's after the bar scene with her neighbor. Like okay. I think when they're, they're they're I think they're like darkly silhouetted, like walking into the hallway to get back to uh, her apartment, and she rebuffs him again.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
1: the only the other thing that I was I wish that they would have done. Uh, it made me think of, like, I was almost thinking of, like, Spirited Away. Like, I was, and they kind of, they kind of do it near the end, but it's, like, as she's walking into, like, the derelict, uh, you know, carnival, that mm. it would, like, light back up. And she'd just uh. be, like, standing there, and then I don't know where it would come back to life with all, like, the ghosts of the people there, like, running around and playing carnival games and, and doing all that kind of stuff. But also, yeah, you know, kind of it was happen. low budget, so they probably could only really
0: do so much Deuce. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of a cool parallel I, I didn't really thought of. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a shot that I loved at the near the end there of. Uh, I I don't know why it just stuck with me, but it was just a close up of of her. But it's like you can tell that it's they shot it as it was like getting dark because it just has like a natural like shaded effect to it, and hmm. it's just it's just one of those like silent reaction shots of her. But I just I think it looks so nice. There's just a lot of a lot of nice shots in this movie. Fuck, what were we just talking about? I was gonna add something to it. I think it was something. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh, the occurrence at Owl Creek Ridge thing. So I didn't know that, but. Almost immediately, I was like, "This is an occurrence at, a co- at Owl Creek." <laughs> I think, I think it's it's very, it's very maybe maybe I knew there was a twist. Maybe that okay. was it. I was like, "Oh, it has. It's supposed to have like a twist ending." So maybe I had like the slightest bit of like,
1: yeah. like
0: knowledge or whatever. Yeah, I th- I think the movie is like kind of obvious if you are aware of the story or mm-hmm. know there's going to be a twist or something. Because the way that, that this, sh- that the scene starts is like, or or the movie starts is that they're doing a, a, a drag race against these, these boys. They go off the, they go uh, crash over the side of a bridge and go into the water. And then you get the title sequence. And then it's like, however long later you have to assume Minimum 10 minutes later, minimum, yeah. <laughs> but probably <laughs> yeah. longer because I'm pretty sure the, the bridge has been repaired. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, admiral, no, you're right, because you can see that you know the boards are different and stuff. So, let's say, minimum 30 minutes later, there's people like, Oh, no, where's the car? Oh, let's, you know, we need to start search efforts, and then she comes out of the water. Was she underwater for a half an hour, or- yeah. Was she laying on that sandbank bank for a half an hour and nobody saw her? Right. So it's just the way that it's done. I'm like, I'm like she's fucking dead. What's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, yeah. I I I kind of like was thinking that anyway. But yeah, it didn't really. I feel like
1: there's a couple lines. The experience.
0: There's a couple lines where they're like, oh, with with the current and
1: that sand. Like, they kind of made it sound like the current was just going to take the car further downstream. So that's kind of how I saw it in my head was like, but did she come out, like,
0: right under the bridge? Like, on the sandbar? Pretty, or Pretty was- close. It's like she's at the ed- end of a sandbar that's, like, and then she, like, walks forward. Oh, and then okay. the guys, like, that sandbar connects to, like, land under the bridge. She's oh. maybe, like, fifty. To a hundred feet downstream, I would say. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, well, yeah. I I think about. Do you ever do you ever put yourself in like dangerous situations in your head, and then you're like, how would I survive this? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, because I was thinking about that with like a car going, and I think what you're supposed to do when a car is underwater is, I think you're supposed to wait for the entire car to fill with water. And yeah. then escape.
0: Because otherwise you just have pressure. Yeah. Well, what, what was that? I said I learned that from Mythbusters. Was it from Mythbusters? And, <laughs> yeah. Cause they I think it was like it was just like can you escape a a down a, a car underwater or whatever or something like that. And yeah, basically it's you have to Well, I think their windows were open maybe. Yeah. So they could have swam out. Maybe maybe the idea is that like when they hit the water they all like got knocked out or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if if the windows are rolled up, if the car is like sealed, you're supposed to yeah, let it fill up so then it equalizes with the water pressure outside mm-hmm. and then you should just be able to just open the door. Cuz otherwise if the wa- if, if it's hasn't filled up inside, you're like fighting against all the water pressure outside. Yeah. So Um, The other kind of, like, thing I had with that, that in particular, the the Owl Creek Ridge aspect, is, so how the movie ends is she goes back to the carnival, or the the pavilion thingy, and she's chased by the ghouls, the group of ghouls, and they, you know, they surround her, and then that's the last you see of her. And then it goes to the, like, the doctor and the priest with some cops. Yep. They're, they're down at the beach, and they're like, oh, her footprints lead here, and then they just disappear. And then you cut back to Kansas, and they're pulling the car out of the water. Boom, she's dead the whole time. So why did they have the scene with the guys at the beach with the footprints? Did none of that happen, or what? Because if this was just in her head, if this wasn't an occurrence at Owl Creek Ridge, those people don't exist anymore, right? They're, yeah. they kind of, it's like, it's after the windfish has woken up at the end of Link's awakening. It's like, if, if the, if the windfish woke up and then they still had a scene with like Marin and her dad at the end or something, it's like, no, they're, they're not there anymore. She's, she's, she's dead now in her fantasy too. She's, she's gone. So, so why is there this scene where they're like, oh, she's, she was here and now she's gone. It's like, it's it's trying is to that, do two things. Is that it, purgatory, and then maybe she she
1: her fate was finally sealed. I don't and yeah. Like all I don't those know. other
0: people there in in that realm are just like waiting for their own.
1: Fate it could be or something. Yeah. It could be. But then again, like she would disappear out of their reality too, which makes you believe that it's is. Are they trying to say that, like, Salt Lake City is purgatory? That'd be sweet. <laughs> didn't, because I saw the, the Utah sign, didn't, weren't you guys, were you guys in Utah when we did the Dead Zone episode? Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah how does how does, <laughs> how does it, compare? it compare? Yeah.
0: I did go through Salt Lake City once. Um, it was weird. Not my, not my favorite part of Utah, but, you know the rest yeah. of it's cool all the, all the natural stuff is really cool <laughs> um, i did i did love the the that location cuz apparently the director so he didn't write it but it was his idea like he okay. came up with the concept and like he he gave the writer the ending basically but he had one of his friends who worked at centron films which is the company that he worked for they did like commercials and short films oh, wow. for companies that's what he that's what his like career was um. So he had one of his pals there uh, write the screenplay, but he was inspired by like he was just driving through Salt Lake City and he passed the Salt Air Pavilion, which is the the pavilion in yeah. the carnival, and he was just like, I guess he just like came up with the idea like on the spot, um, and I just think that's so cool because like it is a very interesting, just like all the shots of it just out there on this dead drained yeah. lake. It's it's a very uh. I don't know, like ominous sort yeah. of standout location. It's, it's like really the nighttime
1: neat. cinematography that they did, I think was probably my favorite. And like the shots of the the pavilion off in the distance in the night yeah. was probably like that that was like the most like night of the hunter type stuff that I yeah. was getting the vibes of, you know, like him ride like the silhouette of him like riding his horse in the dark. Like that that yeah. kind of shit. I thought I thought it was cool.
0: Yeah. It was cool that like a lot of it was just like i mean like it had to be like on location because they just like didn't have yeah budget apparently they like because normally they do the uh i forget what it's called but like in old old movies like that they would do the if somebody's in a car you know they do the the like rolling screen behind them yeah just like sitting still but they like actually shot them driving for real and you know what it looks better like (laughs) yeah no for real but they had to like design like a like a rig for it to for for them to be able to film the car scenes because of that. Yeah. Um, so for them, it was like a workaround. Like, oh, how are we going to make this work with our low budget? But it's like, yeah, but it looks better for it. Like, right? <laughs> you know.
1: Did I have I told you about the Instagram account Shitty Rigs?
0: <laughs>
1: it's. I think you'd like it. You should follow them. But it's. It is exactly that. Like they're not they're not shitty rigs in that like they're it's 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 shitty rigs in the in the sense that like we need to get this shot how are we going to do it and it'll be like videos of people like taping together poles with like a microphone attached at the top like bent in some weird angle so that's how they get the audio or like (laughs) you know they'll find a way to put the camera on this thing and then they'll get like like ties and tie it to something else and like put it outside the car. So okay. that sort of like innovative filmmaking using whatever you've got on hand to try to achieve something is like I I love that shit.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: I, like I've I've seen as a like a tip for like to get sort of a a steady cam without buying like a you know $1000 gimbal. It's mm-hmm. like you take like a paper bag and then you cut out a lens hole in the bottom of the paper bag and you put the camera in it and then you hold the paper bag like that and you walk with it and that it sort of creates a, huh. you know it it steadies it a little bit
0: interesting so it's
1: just like little tips and tricks like that but it's called like shitty rigs it's i love it
0: we we made a um we made like a an impromptu sort of uh steady cam rig Back in the day, I think we used it on some Grandpa Crane videos. But it's, like, you use, like, gas piping. Oh, like, metal yeah. gas piping. And you just you kind of, like, make a crossbar. And, like, it's got to be a certain length. And then I can't remember if, like, we maybe attached a weight to the bottom of it, too. Uh, oh, yeah, um, yeah. And it wasn't perfect. But, um, yeah, we, we used it for some stuff. I want to say we used it for John.
1: That sounds familiar. Because I remember what didn't what what's the it's like a track andy had one of those didn't he because like oh like a dolly track or whatever yeah i'm thinking of the shot where Isaiah's on like the the log or or whatever and oh yeah you the it like kind of moves in like that and you can kind of see him poking the stick yeah i think that might have been it i think you can see the camera bag in that shot i noticed that
0: i think you're right yeah and also, um,
1: you can tell that we weren't as focused on uh, audio back then, because you can hear uh, Andy breathing. I if you know, listen really that. closely, <laughs> like, you know how you get that nose whistle, like, when you're breathing out your nose? If yeah. you if you watch that scene again, you can hear, like, <sighs> you can hear his, like, nose whistle as he's breathing, <laughs> like, trying to keep the camera steady.
0: Oh, that's funny. Just
1: little shit like that. But, um, but anyway, I, I love hearing stories about... Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, we didn't have sets. So we didn't have this. We didn't have that. So we kind of had to go out and improvise. Mm-hmm.
0: And and then it's, it's like... like guerrilla oh. filmmaking. Yeah.
1: Stuff, it's, yeah. I don't know. Bec- just because, like, that's kind of how we've always done things. Yeah. I appreciate it that it looks better by just going out and doing it. Finding a way and making it happen,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you if you looked at the, any of like the budget stuff with this, but just like the cost for some of this stuff is, it's like, how did it even cost $30,000? Cause it's like, <laughs> they're like shooting in like the department store. That was Gorilla. Um, they just like asked some of the employees or whatever. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> they, they rented the Salter Pavilion for $50. They were not charged by the city of, lawrence kansas to to do the car crash that was probably a decent part of the budget was the car i'm sure they trashed a car they were they just had to pay for the bridge repair that was the only thing and it was twelve dollars (laughs) twelve
1: (laughs) dollars
0: yeah (laughs) um
1: they actually damaged that's so cool though they actually sent a car over a bridge that's so cool yeah I mean, I, I I bet a lot of the budget was probably paying people, like,
0: yeah, score, yeah, if acting. If you're like counting, that. yeah, all that stuff, yeah.
1: But the fact that they did literally everything on, like, a no budget, and then they mm. only needed the money to pay people, that's cool. That's sick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: $12 um.
0: for the repair.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, um. you know, you could take the car over the bridge, I guess. Just, you know just repair it like okay he gets out his checkbook he's like writing a check for like a thousand dollars and he's like all (laughs) right how much is that gonna be and he's like i don't know 12 bucks and then you watch him just like pull the check out of his checkbook and crumple it and throw it away he's like i like (laughs) you know he hands him 12 bucks
0: yeah i I know i I knew
1: i liked kansas (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: I wonder if that's why, like, that that scene after the opening credits, the bridge has, like, already been repaired. I wonder if, like, he wanted to leave it open to make it seem like it was more, yeah. like, imme- immediate after the, after the accident. Because um, <laughs> it is a little weird, because, like, the cops are questioning the the kids in the race. So it seems like it's right after, but then, like, yeah. in reality, I'm like... I don't think that they would prioritize like repairing the bridge over like finding. First, the, all right, guys. First things first. Get yeah, this bridge. we can't have this happening again. Yeah. So that makes <laughs> me think that like they shot those on different days, and this and the city was like, okay, but okay, you got to fix the bridge though. Yeah, <laughs> something like that.
1: That's awesome. I'm I'm feeling a I'm feeling a seven. This was pretty fun. It was pretty cool seeing, you know. All of the practical effects and practical stuff done for a just a, a, an obscure kind of kind of horror movie from the sixties, like much like Night of the Hunter, it it sort of feels out of time, out of place, like very much unlike a lot of things coming out at the time. So it was it was it was very cool. The dialogue was, you know, like you said, a little stilted, a little weird, but I think that's that adds to like the the sort of B-movie charm to it, which, yeah. you know, pardon my, or not pardon. What is it? You'll excuse my back. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. like, that's like mis mistranslated translated, like dialogue in a video game. It's yeah. like, that's kind of how everyone spoke like NPCs from like a very heavily translated, like Japanese to American game, which yeah. is fun.
0: I like that. It, it's funny. Yeah, seven. Herc Herc Harvey almost sounds like a, you know another one of those <laughs> baseball names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what
1: what does an American name sound like? Herc <laughs> Harvey.
0: It it is kind of a cool name though. I did kind of like it. Well, surprisingly, my my score has not changed in the two months since I saw this movie last. <laughs> uh, I I went with the seven as well. Nice. Um. Yeah, it's pretty much what you just said, and like what we're saying. Uh, it's, it falters in certain aspects, but I think it hits the important stuff for something like this. It's, it's short and sweet. It's, you know, I feel like if you had never, if you don't know what an occurrence in Owl Creek Ridge is, or like you'd never seen something like that. I feel like this would be like, whoa, you know, the first yeah. time you, you, you hear that story, it's like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, if if it was your first time experiencing that, that'd be, that'd be cool that'd be or That'd be like a bonus. Yeah. Just, I I love these little, uh, you know, little movies that could sort of thing. Um, yeah, Yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, it's special because of how like low budget and how kind of off the, off the grid it, it was, I guess Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it doesn't have the, the legacy. It still isn't, isn't like as mainstream as something as like night of the living dead or some other like contemporaries. But, um, it's, this yeah, would it's be a fun one to throw place. on the rotation. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I. I didn't like. It wasn't a slog to get through, even though right. I watched it pretty recently. You know, it was. Yeah. It was. A, I had. I had more. Uh, I, I enjoyed it more for how recent. I like it being a seven. Like before, I was like, okay, I, it wasn't like you know. Am I gonna be like a little more bored with it, watching it so soon? But yeah, no, you know, it was it was still good. It was still solid. Um nice. And I just n- noticed on the letterbox page, uh, the poster, which I do have on on the stream too. But like on the poster, you see her dead in the car too. It's like the if you're looking for it, it's it's like the hand drawn or like hand painted yeah. one. It's her like ah, and then the man, and then a car and her in the car in the water. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I was going to say about the poster. It's so funny that on the poster the girl looks nothing like her.
0: Oh, yeah. Like yeah. throughout
1: the entire I mean, it's you know, that's the 60s whatever. They got to get asses in seats. But in throughout the entire movie she's dressed pretty modestly like uh-huh. the whole time and yet like on this hand-drawn poster, they do they do the thing that I think I think they did with like the Evil Dead. They're like, no, take her strap and oh. move it down her shoulder. That's sexier. Yep. And like they do, and I feel like you can even like see her nipple peeking out from like the top. But it's just like that's at no point in that movie was she like dressed like some buxom lass. Like, yeah. It's just I don't know, it's just funny how like conservative she kind of dresses and acts versus like ah.
0: it is. Yeah. She looks like she's like a like her costume too looks like she's like in like the 1800s or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's, it's weird. <laughs> a um, new wave picture you cannot forget.
1: <laughs> a sensation about a new dimension. I mean, <laughs> Oh my god.
0: I guess I could see that That's, yeah.
1: What is the new wave? The water
0: that filled in the car and killed them all? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a sensation of a new dimension, here's an ad break. Hey. <laughs> 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 but uh um are we back though? No? Are we back?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking we're back.
0: Yeah, I just I finished uh the second season maybe the whole show, I'm not totally sure if it's done yet or not, of a Netflix show that I like called Alice in Borderland. It's basically... It, it's its a Japanese show that's... Um, it came out right around the same time as Squid Game. I think I watched Squid Game first. And okay. then Isaiah was like, oh, if you like that, you should watch this show. I think it's better. And I agree. Because they're both... Uh, so one of my... I guess guilty pleasure genres is like game of death type, yeah stuff. You know, battle royale. I Hunger Games. I get now. I mean, I would say that, but Hunger Games is like literally like the the worst. <laughs> Even like the the cheap, like corny ones. Like there's one called Circle or uh, Would You Rather. <laughs> um, uh like really basic premises that are like corny it's, hunger games is just so boring compared to all the other ones. It's so are you like talking about muted. the movies or the books, the, the movies. I, I like the books a fair amount, but I'm just talking like in, in the movie yeah. field. Um, I, I like that, that genre a bit. And mm-hmm. you know, so that's what like squid game is. And House in <laughs> Borderland is like that too. <laughs> played where... So much Fortnite? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um and Squid Game and Alice in Borderland are both kind of like, they're, they're more like game of games where it's not just like, you know, uh, like Battle Royale where it's just like, you know, you're dropped into a thing and you got to kill everybody or, right, or right. Uh, Circle, which is like, I think that one is, I haven't, it's been a while since I watched that one. And most of these are ones that, like I watch once, you know, then yeah. I kind of forget about them promptly. But uh, the, this is like, it's a bunch of games. It's like you do a game some people are going to die, uh, mm-hmm. an indeterminate amount of people are going to die. And then that extends your visa. You have like a, a life visa. And so every time you play a game, you get time added to it. If you go long enough without playing a game, um, you, you just die. There's like, Jeez. these there's basically these like lasers, Jewish space lasers, uh, that just like beam down from the sky and just boop, you're dead. They just uh, sorry. Did you say Jewish space lasers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that a reference to something? Oh yeah, there's uh I I don't know if it's Marjorie Taylor Green or or maybe it's <laughs> like or one of those like guys. Yeah, <laughs> Uh yeah, Marjorie. For Taylor a second, I,
1: th- I thought you were talking about. I thought you were referencing like an Austin Powers movie or something. He's like,
0: oh, the no. Jewish space laser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm was- not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who made these lasers. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Jewish
0: space laser. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so uh so that's the the idea. So you got to like keep playing games. Yeah. There's a bunch of bunch of games and stuff in them. And it's based on a manga and I think part of the reason that I I kind of dig it so much is because it's it feels like, it, it's live action, mm-hmm. but it feels like an anime, like... Interesting. Uh, all the characters are, like, the way that they, like, dress and, like, look, it's, like, they look like they're in an anime, kind of. That's the funny. main character's kind of just, like, a normal-looking dude, I guess. But, like, you know, it's just, like, you don't see people like this except in anime. Like, their hair colors yeah. and stuff like that.
1: And, does uh, Does anyone at any point do one of these?
0: They're actually... Actually, there is a char- there is a, a thing. It's it's one of the games that they play in the second season and there is a a dude who like is wearing glasses and he's almost always just doing this. Looking very like <laughs> pensive and like you've, uh, you uh yeah. might even do like the reflection in the glasses. I'm not totally sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But he felt like <laughs> very much like that character. Right. And it you know it's it's very like like melodramatic in the way mm-hmm. the anime can be too. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's a really like fun show. It's really good. Like it's it's kind of funny because like the it's it's like you know well, I don't know. I, I was gonna say like you know like the main characters are gonna make it, but not necessarily because something that's kinda cool that like made it stand out is like in I think it's like the third episode. Like two of the three main characters die. Shit. Um so it it lets you know pretty early on that it's like okay, yeah, pretty much no sacred. one is safe. And yeah, yet yeah. and yet the main character does kind of have like plot armor to an extent. You're like, sure. man, how how can he get out of this many like sticky mm-hmm. wickets? Like there's so many like the the way the games are designed, it's like nobody's going to be that lucky. Nobody's going to like figure this out this much, but, it, but it is like, it's, it's kind of a, a cycle like they get in the games and they seem like, Oh, there's no way we're going to win this. And then it's kind of like in the, in the 11th hour, they figure out yeah. what to do, but it's, it's still really like knowing that that like cycle is probably going to happen with most of the games. It's like, it's, it's still pretty good at like hooking you. There's, yeah. and there's some really neat concepts like, and I would say probably my favorite, like, my favorite game and favorite, like, arc is, like, it's it's still the the final, like, two and a half, three episodes of the first season where uh, the game is somebody was murdered. It's kind of like a, Among Us, I guess. <laughs> but they're, they're at this big, like, this huge, like, hotel. Somebody is murdered and they basically have to figure out amongst, like, I don't know, a hundred or a couple hundred people who murdered the person. Um, within like two hours, I think, or everybody dies Holy and they shit. have to like, they have to like figure out who it is and throw them on a burning pile. Uh, and like, that's how they, that's how they like win or whatever. Yew. And it's just the, the, you know, it obviously like descends into chaos. Like there's some people who are just like, okay, we're just going to burn as many people as we can to try to figure <sighs> it out. Hopefully
1: we get the right one.
0: Yeah. Yew. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's cool seeing the way like different people like th- that's kind of like why I like I think that I think that's like the crux of of my interest in it. Other than like I love seeing like ridiculous like gory deaths. <laughs> sure, um, yeah, yeah. It's like I like the psychological aspect of like oh how would like different people react to like this yeah. these, these different scenarios. people under pressure. And, yeah, and and that's like that's just like a really good example of it. But the the second season's it was was really solid too, and, it, and the way that it ends. I was like, the whole f- like last episode, I'm like, okay, this is the series finale. Like, I wasn't sure going into mm. it. I was like, okay, this is the ending. This is the ending. And then it gets to like, it's like the final frames of the final shot. And you're like, oh, wait, it might not be. Ooh. And I'm not sure. They they may have been doing that to be like. uh, If
1: this is our final, this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. But if we get greenlit for more, we we, could, ha- we gave ourselves an out.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, and I, I looked up like based on like the manga. I didn't read the plot. Also, it's kind of hard to. I guess it's not like a super popular manga, which is kind of weird that it's got a Netflix show. I guess, but because <laughs> it was kind of hard to find like really specific like any like plot details. But basically, yeah. like what that final bit was doing was like it was teasing a character thing from the manga. But as I was as I was like, okay, yeah. But like, yeah. I think I would still be okay if if they did. I I'd enjoy it because it's a it's really it's a really fun show to watch. Um, But yeah, if they didn't, I think I'd be okay with what it is now. It's nice, just two seasons, eight episodes each. Really short and sweet for for a TV show. Fun stuff gets gets silly, but gets pretty tense too. Um, like the the first the first game of the second season is they have to do eh, it's it's kind of hard to explain but it's like a it's like a point system kind of tag based sort of game um but then like the the leader of the opposite of the opposing team is just he's like a nudist so he's just naked the whole time so that's kind (laughs) of what i mean there's like there's like random (laughs) shit like that you know (laughs) and uh, he's just hanging dong the whole time yeah, I mean you don't see it. You see his butt a oh. lot, but No, <laughs> but okay, okay. Nah, no 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 Dingle. Just, that is yeah. that is wild
1: that like there's two Netflix properties that came out in the same within like a same kind of time period that mm-hmm. are both about like surviving games. Mm-hmm. Although I suppose Squid Game is more like societal critique, I guess. That's more like
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely know. it yeah, that one is trying to be more like that. This one definitely is more just like these are games of death and like how does th- there's a bit of people being like oh you know i learned something about myself playing this or like now yeah. i'm like right you know in the moments before they they lose a game and they die they're like oh i'm finally like living life how i want to live it oh. sort of thing like i okay i realize you know so there's a little bit of that but yeah as far as like social commentary it not really yeah um but i just think it's as corny and cheesy as it can be, I don't think it's as, like, I, I just think, I think uh, Squid Game is a bit, like, basic on the social commentary, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, So I don't really, like, care about that aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, and also, I just think Squid Game is way, way, way more predictable in, like, like, every character is, like, an, an archetype that you've seen in, like, a million other things. Yeah. I still have fun with the Squid Game because it's a game of death stuff. You know, like I said, I'm still a right. sucker for that kind of stuff. But but I think, like, it's it's pretty basic. Um, yeah.
1: People, and, people kind of project it onto it to make it more than what it is, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, yeah, this one has that, too, but it's just it's more... Fun and and I think there is like a, a notch more like there there's a little bit more prof- profundity to it or something I don't okay. know but but still you know not not too much <laughs> <laughs> right right ah yeah. uh, well I saw
1: maybe one of the biggest flops of the year oh I. I, I, I say that only because this movie came out, and I think it only grossed, like, $3 million against its, like, $180 million budget.
0: Holy shit.
1: Uh, we're talking about Babylon. This is the latest from Damien Chazelle, mm-hmm. who I don't think he's done anything since La La Land.
0: He did uh, First Man. First
1: like Man? Oh, God. I think. Did he direct that or did he write it? I didn't think he directed he, it.
0: He directed it, yeah. Did he? Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: He loves Ryan Gosling, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, this this sweeping three hour long movie, three hours and nine minutes. It's the longest movie I've seen in like a long time, outside of like I, I'd say I can't even think of like other movies that are that length other than like Magnolia or the, like, you know. The bad very man. few. Yeah, I've heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's very, yeah. uh, they take some very bold risks at some points, especially yeah. near the end. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, you know, as spoiler light as possible. Cause I'm assuming you're probably going to want to see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. At some point. Um, a lot of a lot of reviews said that this was Damien Chazelle's Boogie Nights, which huh. I can I can see after after seeing it because it it kind of deals with a slightly similar theme where it's like they're making movies in the 1920s and they go from silent to talkies. Okay, so it's like Boogie Nights; it's analog film into digital, and you you kind of have these like four characters, four or five characters that you kind of follow, and you see, you know highs and lows you know brad pitt margot robbie uh the lead guy who i don't i can't think of his name Uh, i think he's he's like
0: a hispanic dude or something like that yeah yeah yeah
1: he was he was pretty good in it and then there's uh like a trumpet player from like the big band swing era that you just you kind of follow and uh it was it was pretty fun It was pretty funny it was very raunchy too like, when they talk about, like, the, the Roaring Twenties decadence, mm-hmm. they go in hard on, like, Roaring Twenties decadence. Yeah. And uh,
0: it... From the trailer, it reminds me a lot of, uh, like, Boslerman's Lerman's Great Gatsby. Like, that kind of, like... Oh, like yeah. I would say so. feel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it has all of the Damien Chazelle uh, touches, yeah. where it would just be, like... Something really sad happens to like a character and then the transition is like dun dug-dun da dung, da, 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 da,
0: da, da, da and it just switches right to like I was I was wondering <laughs> if that fucking song made an appearance in that movie. <laughs> that
1: one that one doesn't. I was like being oh. but, but you know, you could fit it in there if you really wanted to. Okay. Apparently they do borrow music from La La Land. It's the same composer, Justin Hurwitz, but yeah. I haven't seen La La Land in a while, so like I wouldn't be able to be like, oh, I know where that's from. Okay. But, you know, I guess it does have some similarities. Uh, what else was I going to say about it, though? There are some cameos that are, whoo, they're fun. I mean, with the Boogie Nights comparison, like the the Alfred Molina at the end waving his gun around in his underwear <laughs> while a guy like lights off firecrackers.
0: Yeah. That's I would say. There's comparable, there's some comparable stuff to that too. So just. Well, I know because he's in the trailer. How much is Tobey Maguire in it? Because he was like, from the trailer, he was like the most. They show him in the trailer. Bar. Yeah. That's I didn't watch a trailer. Okay. Is okay. He, is he not in it that much?
1: He's uh, he's in it. He's in it near the end.
0: Oh, so he's the is he the Alfred Molina part that you were talking about? Kinda, yeah. Oh okay. That's he it looks, though, he's just at the end. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> but
1: it is a hell of a role for him. He okay, is cool. he he's he steals it. I mean very much like uh uh Bradley Cooper and like licorice pizza, one of those he wanders in, steals the show and then is okay. gone. That Toby Maguire and uh Ethan Suppley is in it. Hmm. Who's the bully from Boy Meets World? Oh yeah, but now he's like no, I know he's like yeah. he's jacked now. Yeah, I know he's yeah
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: but uh, overall, uh, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I I I couldn't rate it on Letterbox. That's too much of a coward to like. I I had to think about it more. It's like was this okay. was this messy? Yeah. But was it also, did it also have like a lot of heart and it had a lot of moments where you're just like kind of fist pumping for the characters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It was, it sucks that it's kind of like tanking in the box office right now. Cause like, yeah, I, I, I had only heard about it like a couple of weeks ago, like a few random people on Twitter mentioning it. And then I was like, oh, I didn't even realize this movie was coming out. I think people were saying that like the marketing for it was really bad. Which, yeah. like, apparently I didn't even know it existed. And then we went to go see it, and uh, I'd, I'd recommend going to see it. Yeah. It makes me want to watch La La Land again. Because, like, I saw that in theaters, and I was like, that was pretty good. And then I saw it again, and I was, like, much more lukewarm on it. But then then again, it was, like, four or five years ago, and I think I might have been more, like irony poisoned and cynical then. So I was like, <laughs> sincerity, that's dumb. So, you know, I kind of, cause Chloe's never seen it. So I think we might watch it oh, soon. Yeah. I've been kind of like, Hey, we should watch this. Hey, we should watch this.
0: Yeah. That movie's great. That and whiplash are both. Yeah. Great. And I really I thought, need to see whiplash. I thought first man was good too, but not, not on the same level as, as those two. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I've liked all of his movies so far, so I'll, I'll check it out at some point. Um, I would
1: say see it in the theater if you can. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. I think that was one of the big criticisms of it was like, oh, great. Here's another movie that's, uh, you know, waxing poetic about how great Hollywood is and like, oh yeah, this guy sure does. But it like it makes you, it makes you love the art of like making movies. Yeah. Like yeah. you see you know, like you see like those big set pieces of like, you know, those those big epic battle sequences from movies from the twenties with like like a hundred guys in a field with like swords and shields fighting and like mm-hmm. you know, those big sweeping epics that, you know, you look now and they're they're like they're kinda quaint from like the twenties, but it's like pulling all that shit off is like insane. Yeah. And it, like you know, it makes you kind of re- reverent for those days of movie making.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a total sucker f- for that shit, but I, th- <laughs> I think it's more annoying when like, that's what like the Academy always praises. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I love that I stuff, think but like, it's not like the best stuff of the year. And I think,
1: I think that's, I think that's where a lot of like people's misplaced <laughs> anger is. It's like, yeah, the Academy jerks themselves off over like reverence of Hollywood, but Damien Chazelle is not the Academy. He likes he likes it because it's cool. Yeah. And it's it's definitely not like it's not there to like jerk off the academy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not an Oscar Bait movie at all, I don't think.
0: Lastly, I watched last night, immediately after Carnival of Souls, I watched This Place <laughs> Rules from Andrew Callahan from Channel, Channel Five, 5 slash, All Gas No Breaks. Yeah. It's basically a feature film version of one of his YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about like the events leading up to the January sixth capital riots, insurrection, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. I think uh, it, it it was a little like I, I I ended up like giving it a seven on Letterboxed because yeah, like, I saw your review of it last night. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think. It's it's really entertaining um, mm-hmm. because uh, well if you read if you read my article or my, my my article my review I'm probably gonna repeat myself but I and I know I've said this about other stuff too like probably when I talked about on cinema but like because now he's under the absolutely umbrella and and I mean he did this beforehand too but I feel like this is partly wh- I wonder if this is like why he got picked up because he falls into their wheelhouse of like just. Being really good at finding weirdo, like interesting weird people to to yeah. to point a camera at and just let them talk, because they do that and like it's it's been a, an absolutely like uh tradition ever since you know er, uh awesome show, yeah like it it's really entertaining from that aspect like just finding like these weird people like it it opens with these two do these like two florida guys one called gum gang and the other one called joker gang and like how they like started a a feud (laughs) on instagram and it ended in like a boxing match um (laughs) and and then uh gum gang lost and then he's like talking to the camera afterwards he's like He's like, yeah, you know what? He's like, I lost, and it, it, it's funny because like leading up to this, they're they're just like they're he's talking about like he's like he's like hillbilly Instagram yeah. or whatever, and he's like how he uh, I'm trying to think of like some of the examples like one of the things he did is like he he made a bong out of a a largemouth bass and like he smoked out of a largemouth bass's <laughs> asshole like he put the pipe <laughs> in the <laughs> bass's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Like, that's one of the, like, stunts that he okay. did and stuff. And this dude rules. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they just see, like, really silly or whatever. And then it ends with him being, like, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I I thought, uh, he's like, oh, he's like, I didn't realize how, like, exhausted I was going to be or how nervous I was going to be doing that fight. So, you know, I got really winded. And then, yeah, he took me out. But, you know, I I, I own that L. I took it. Not like that pussy shit with the election or whatever. And then it like, that's like what leads into like, and then it Uh goes to to Andrew and he's like, no, no, he's saying like, he's saying like, I'm not a bitch like the people who said that the election was stolen. Oh. He's saying, he's saying I accepted my loss unlike Donald Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah. You kind of expect, I guess, you know, your, your preconceived notions are that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, maybe he still is a conservative but at least you know he's not lying about that shit yeah Uh, yeah and then yeah so that's kind of like the preamble that has nothing to do with the rest of it but that's like the the lead it
1: sets the tone
0: yeah yeah definitely and yeah i i don't know it's like i i really love you know his youtube videos Uh, I, I like watching them. I like, uh, like all the like edits and like the zooms in on people. And like, he does that stuff too. This is edited like his YouTube video. I just feel like if you're doing a feature film, you just like step it up. It should be more polish. Yeah. Or something. I, I didn't like the feeling that I was just like, you know, there's people who make, hour and a half like feature length commentary videos on YouTube and this kind of felt like if he had just made a feature length YouTube video it's just he got to deal with HBO yeah. and like the the presentation and like he 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 does like commentary every now and then too. Like Andrew himself is like a talking head, like you know, sitting in a chair talking to the camera, and he'll he'll like kind of input every now and then. Like, oh yeah, and then after this, we went to this riot or something like that, or after this, yeah. we went to the you know, we went to the Million mega March and da da and it's just it's very like basic, and I don't know it. I I the I again my in my review I I compared it to like the the Netflix documentary machine that i despise because they (laughs) they make the same kind of documentary over and over again and like this wasn't quite that bad but it was like giving me like notions of that sort of like trying to make a a hip cool fun documentary and we're trying to go viral yeah maybe that's it yeah
1: well like the the netflix thing it's like what if we took a single Wikipedia article and spread it out over eight hour long episodes of a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was just, it's yeah. Just like, yeah. Like, especially like true crime. True crime is like, it's so bad. It's, there's so many yeah. of those out there. Um. So I, I've always loved all gas, no breaks. I watched all of those videos. Mm-hmm. I haven't really, I and there's no reason why I just haven't kept up with like, Channel 5 and, oh. like, his output. I mean, I still, like, subscribe to the channel and, like, I see them in my feed. But I don't know. Sometimes I think I just naturally, like, resist cringy stuff. I don't know why. Like, oh. I don't really have a problem watching it. But, like, I'll look at it and it'll say something like, QAnon Gator Mouth Guy. And I'm like, this is probably going to be very uncomfortable. I don't know. <sighs> I still like... I just, you know, sometimes I I just don't click on him. So I I haven't watched his stuff in a while. Yeah. But, you know, looking up this movie and, like, reading about it and, like, people were kind of, like, comparing it to, like, you know, gonzo journalism, which Mm. I think to an extent is true. Like, he's definitely putting himself in those situations, like, you know, front lines. Yeah. But I think, and I think maybe what your review was kind of getting at and, like, in calling it Gonzo, I'm like, yeah, but, like, Hunter S. Thompson was able to, like, extrapolate meaning and make, like, broader connections about, like, the world and why people are like this. Where I feel like with Andrew, it's like, point, like, he he points a microphone and lets people talk. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, you can kind of watch it for just, like, the spectacle of seeing people being crazy but it's like does he really expand beyond that of like like the larger machine that like kind of makes people like this like the kind of systems in place that are like why do people feel isolated and crazy and susceptible to the internet to start believing in things and then they find community of other people that have also been like Atomized and isolated and like made insane by the internet does he like go beyond he
0: he does he does do that a bit in this like especially towards the end he he like he talks about how you know certain like right wing people were like you know st- banned off of twitter or facebook or some shit like that and okay how they how that how like as a result of that that just like made that like funneled them into echo chambers like parlor yeah um and then he, you know, t- goes on about like the twenty-four hour news media cycle and how it's mm. like just designed to divide and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that there. He he does kind of go into that that sort of like broader picture or whatever. Um, it's just at least from my perspective, and I, and I did give like credence to that in my in my review that like you know if if there's people who who aren't aware of that and they watch this, that's good. That's that's a good thing. But it's just for me, it's like there was nothing You're like, yeah, no. There was nothing (laughs) new. Yeah. It's like uh like all my enjoyment was just like the the ridiculous shit, like, you know, Alex Jones just being Alex Jones. I was like cracking up because I think he's fucking funny. <laughs> like when he would like work himself into a sweat as he's talking to people at the million mega March and he's like 1776. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I mean, it's like, it's bad, but it's still, he's still just like really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like th- there was, there was some stuff like some like instances where, uh, that were like, like, nuts but yeah as far as like the broader picture it's like it's not really presenting me anything new but you know it's like maybe it's not for me maybe the reason that's on hbo and like that's you know not just on his youtube is that it's it's trying to kind of reach more people so yeah yeah it's and you know maybe making it that whether whether this was the intent or not maybe making it that more kind of like commercialized uh bubblegum sort of documentary style it's like you know your average viewer is gonna enjoy that more than you know i guess like what the, I think the is wild like a, and
1: crazy edits and like the more yeah. niche stuff on youtube it's, it's like, to like constantly
0: grab your attention be like yep, keep yeah. watching keep watching keep watching
1: right 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 so yeah i'll, I'll probably give it a shot it sounds i mean it sounds interesting. Like some of those all gas no breaks videos from like back in the day were like some of my favorites. Yeah, like the um, the police riots one that he went to. The, the I think it was like I think he went to Minneapolis. Mm. Like literally in the wake of like the 2020 like George Floyd protests and shit. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, my, yeah, I remember some of those. One yeah. of my f- absolute favorite things that he's ever done was when he was, like, on that bridge with, like, the local news. And he's basically, like, he's like, yeah, so are you guys allowed to go down in there? And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, basically, like, you guys are just filming from a distance and then, like, riling people up on local news by only showing the fire and the destruction and not, like, talking to anybody who's actually, like, doing it and why they're doing it because he he does cuz like i feel like andrew plays it pretty straight for the most part but like it, you can tell that this camera guy from the local news is like pissed and wants him to go away and he's and he <laughs> yeah, just I mean, has the microphone in his about. face and then he asks him and he's like he's like he's like yeah we can go down there but we're, we're setting up the shot right now and then andrew just kind of does one of these where he's just like yeah like he looks at the camera like yeah like we got him yeah and then he's and then it like cuts to him like inside of a burning Kmart. <laughs> and there's like there's a sign that says everything must go. <laughs> and there's people running around with shit. Uh it's so funny. All right. Um, well, did I just I just lost connection. This is like Son one of, of those bitch. Squid Game uh Alice in Borderland games and TJ's life visa uh-huh. must have run out. So I am declaring myself the winner of There Will Be Duds. I'm the sole survivor. Always oh, back.
0: Okay.
1: Can you he hear oh, me though? Is I the next question. Oh, video still frozen. Nope. Insufficient funds. Get Life visa
0: over here. again. Son <laughs> of a bitch i am I w I'm st I'm still like uh like in support of it because like I like Andrew I like his yeah the stuff that he has done it's not like it's not like bad by any means it's just I guess I was just hoping for a little bit more out of him maybe more meat yeah maybe maybe that's it um but yeah for somebody if if you haven't like seen any of his stuff or you know you don't already know that this country sucks um maybe check it out maybe <laughs> you'll learn something new <laughs> um but yeah so, so poor he's, he's a he's a cool dude. He's, he seems like a like a neat dude. Um, yeah. Uh, so next week is our Dud week, and um, we already know what it is. Because when did we
1: draw this one?
0: We drew it as a like a fallback if um Jeremiah wasn't able to come through with the last. That's leader, so. right. So yeah, we pulled Empority. this. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So we pulled this, uh, a while ago. We're, but we're, we're doing it now. Um, <laughs> following our trend of, of horrific, uh, <laughs> dark movies. Um, next week we're going to be watching, uh, from 2008 directed by Jason Friedberg, Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer. Uh, which, unfortunately, unlike the other January directors, this is not the only movie they directed. <laughs> <laughs> um, disaster movie. Uh, which, you know, it, it's another one of those uh, f- f- <laughs> copycat like scary movie parodies, know, parody movies. Um, which this is the only one that I included of that ilk. And the only reason I yeah. did is cuz I wanted one of them and I picked this one because it is the bottom rated movie on IMDb. Oh, God. So <laughs> Oh man. You know, I figured it's got to stand for something. So, yeah. Um man, I feel like when we looked at this before when we pulled it as our fallback I th- I swear it was free on some stuff, but I'm only seeing that you have to you have to pay for it. So uh so get a VPN and torrent this movie. Um, <laughs> if, if you want to watch it <laughs> before next week's episode. Uh parody, uh satire. <laughs> um uh yeah, these these episodes come out every uh Wednesday at 7 p.m. EST uh on Twitch and YouTube in video form, as well as uh Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more in audio form. We also have social pages on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And with all that said, um I'm uh, I'm your neighbor and I brought you some uh, some <laughs> coffee I made in my apartment, you know. <laughs> hey, come on. What? Oh, you're not gonna fuck me. Whatever. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hey, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm TJ. (laughs) Jace Project Cheese, baby, and with me as always.
1: Oh, I feel like I already did it during the episode, so I can't do it now. The the doctor. Oh yeah. But uh, uh, as always, Uh, I am your. uh, I'm your. A uh, street racing guy who gets off scot-free, <laughs> who who faces no repercussions whatsoever.
0: There's Nick more of that.
1: Dr. Funk on Twitch. There's
0: more <laughs> of that casual 1960s misogyny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, see ya. Okay, bye.